we are like the Maury Povich of podcasts. People come oh. to this show because it's a train wreck. I'm giving this podcast three stars. The host keeps yelling at me. The people have clearly spoken. Check out Whatever with Jason Soto on Anchor, Apple, Google, wherever you get awesome podcasts, or you can go to the home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Second thing yes. I want to talk about is I want to talk about urination. I want to talk about peeing specifically. See what happens when Jason throws out the segments. This is what we get instead. Dog movies. The late 80s and most of the 90s were filled with dog movies. I mean, he had Turner and Hooch, K-9, Look Who's Talking Now, Top Dog, Karate Dog, Homeward Bound, Milo and Otis, Beethoven, Balto, 101 Dalmatians, Bingo. I could go on and on. Will I be covering any of those? I mean, maybe. Or maybe I'll use today's movie as a stand-in. I mean, honestly, all these dog movies from the 90s were more or less the same. A kid, dog, parents just don't understand. Problem. Real big problem. Doggy in trouble. Only kid can save the dog. Super cheery, uplifting ending. There's your movie. Although it does say something about how carefree the 90s were compared to today. I mean, all those movies that I mentioned were all happy and bright and cheery. Whereas just a few weeks ago, they literally released a movie simply called Dog. About a dog with PTSD and how it doesn't trust anyone. And it's a deep, dark, sad drama. Now you know why I'm nostalgic about the 90s. Today's movie, in case you didn't see, is Air Bud, a 1997 kids movie made by Disney. Now, funny enough, if you go to Disney Plus right now, you won't find this movie, but you'll find the 20 other sequels and spin-offs. I wonder what that's about. I mean, they have the racist Donald Duck cartoon there, but not Air Bud. I mean, anyway, if you would have told me in 1997 that this stupid kids movie about a basketball-playing dog would go on to make 30 sequels, I would have laughed in your face, then wonder how you got into my room. And don't judge me for the paused image of Fiona Apple on my TV screen. Alright, here comes the boring stuff. Brace yourselves. Movie came out in 1997, like I said, late summer. Has a one last take the kids to the movies before school starts bid. Uh, here's something that's going to blow your damn socks off. It was budgeted for $3 million, but it earned $27 million. Do people really like dogs that much? I mean, I do. I love dogs. I just don't know if I'd sit through a lame kids movie just to see a dog play basketball. I mean, that's kind of pushing it. Now, if a puppy was pulling Santa's sleigh, I am all for that. One last interesting tidbit is the dog himself. The dog's real name is Buddy, and interestingly enough, he actually can play basketball, like in the movie. This movie is sort of based on him doing these neat tricks with a basketball. Also, Buddy played Comet the dog on an episode of Full House. So, for those of you playing Six Degrees of Bob Saget, there you go. Today on That's the Bomb, Yo!, I welcome my friend Henry as we tell you why Air Bud is a hella rad movie from the 90s. You're checking your rule book, but you won't find anything in there that says a dog can't play. He's right! Ain't no rules that the dog can't play basketball! Hello everybody, welcome to That's the Bomb, yo, 90 hella rad movies from the 90s. I am your host, Jason Soto, and today I am uh, welcoming my friend, my Saturday night trivia pal, uh, who goes by the name Henry. Hello Henry, how are you on this fine evening? I am happy to be here, Jason. Thank you very much for having me on. Yes, yes, I wanted to have you on for a couple of reasons. One, you like basketball. I do. Uh, I do. Two, uh, when I hosted the trivia thing a couple of months back, I had this movie in one of my questions, 
and you were the only one who kind of got it. You just you just got hung up on the name of the dog, which kind of. Can you remind me of the question, real quick? <laughs> sure. I was I'm doing curious. I was doing a thing where I was showing you an image of a dog movie, and I showed a picture of the dog, and you had to name not only the movie but the name of the dog. And you got Air Bud, but you couldn't remember the dog's name. That's right. Which is only funny because part of the it's name funny. is in the title. <laughs> I, just, it, I don't know why it slipped my mind. That's Especially the only reason why I found it funny. So when I was planning this show, I came across Air Bud, and I was like, I got to have Henry on because <laughs> I, I got – uh, yeah, and I think you even mentioned too. You watched this when you were a kid. I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah, I, I th- this was not the same movie I watched as a kid. I don't know what I was wrong with this. Like, man, this is oof, yikes. Well, first yikes, off, yikes, 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 yikes. first off, can you tell the audience how old were you in 1997? Um, 1997. I was barely one year old. Believe it or so, not. yeah. So. so this is this is very much a kids movie. We are we are in kid movie territory, like, um, and not even like the fun kids movie one. There's like some fun kids movies that are out there that are like challenging to both kids and adults. This is like no. something you throw on to help let little Johnny just get not be bored for an hour and a half. This is like very much a a movie a babysitter <laughs> puts on when they're at their wits end. Yeah. And they have the, those clamshell VHS tapes because it's a Disney movie. Yep. And it's like, here, watch this. I need to go lay down. <laughs> T- take a laugh. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is a man. yeah, this is this is a kids movie to end all kids movie. So, um, hey, did you know that it doesn't say in the rules that a dog can't play basketball? <laughs> got to that part and i was like oh there's there's so many different ways i could have done that i think i i I think that's the takeaway that everyone gets from this movie is just that scene of the referee saying there's no (laughs) rules that says a dog can't play basketball so that might be the peak of comedy but there's just so much more little bits in here it's ridiculous it's insane. So as I'm watching this, and by the way, this is my first time watching this movie for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The entire movie, I'm waiting for the goddamn dog to play basketball. And, like, I... it, it doesn't happen <laughs> until the end. He does some good passes. He does some good layups. Until the end. Then he plays okay. basketball at the end. But until then, it's this weird sappy drama about this kid whose dad um was a pilot was a pilot and he got yeah, killed pilot. in a in a plane crash oh yes oh yes and then the mom had to move to seattle uh to sell oh, napkins God. to sell napkins and i guess hmm. she works at home Cause she's yeah, always she's a home. Salesman, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> she's always home. Enough time to remodel the place too, which we'll get to, I guess, later on. <laughs> she's always at home, always on the phone selling napkins. And then this kid comes across this dog. Now we do get the part in the beginning where we meet the dog and he's with his original owner, this asshole of a guy. Yeah, shout out to uh, Norm Snively, a very aptly named villain <laughs> Snively. here. Snively. Only in a kid's movie would they dare name the villain Snively. Yeah, and make him like the creepiest thing ever, <laughs> like a clown. I mean, no like Ocean's Eleven movie is going to dare name their villain Snively. No one will take it seriously. <laughs> but it's a goddamn kid's movie about a dog playing basketball. Name the villain Snively. Yeah. <laughs> it's everybody. You're here for the dog, not for the clown. <laughs> he's a clown, right? And he incorporates the dog into his act, but he's a terrible clown. Like, yeah. one of the worst clowns I think I've seen in movie history. Right. And... His whole thing with the dog is that he can throw uh, round objects. They're not balls necessarily. They're just round objects at the dog. No, no he doesn't throw them. He snoop poops them. He just bits them with his nose. That's it. <laughs> that's not basketball. It's like that's seal level stuff. It's ridiculous. Now, maybe there's a movie about a seal who could play basketball. I'd be in yeah, for that. Air, air, what are some good seal names? Air Tusk? I don't know. <laughs> air Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an airline that's <laughs> Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so or Alaska. Yeah, or Alaska. 
And so then the oh, the, the clown gets fed up and kicks the well, he's gonna send the dog to the pound. The, right. the the crate falls off the truck, and this is where the kid meets the dog. Okay, so that's the opening. Right. I just want to say one thing before we go any further. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the clown and the dog. The clown's doing his act. He's bombing because he sucks as a clown. He brings the dog in, and the dog is doing a pretty good job entertaining. Yes. The dog literally miss hits with his nose, hits the clown. The clown goes back into the wall. Everybody freaks out. The dog freaks out because the you know clown's about to get mad at him. And the clown destroys everything. The clown. And he still blames the dog at the end. Like, what the hell is that? Like, gravity is weird in this movie. It's like everyone yeah. just bounces around so easily. It and, really is true. And, and this dude is just flinging himself around this kid's birthday party. He ends up sliding into the cake. Yeah. And causing all this problem. And then, yeah, then he blames the dog, which is really depressing. So then, okay, so then the dog disappears for a few minutes, about 10 minutes. And then yeah. we get this part where we focus on the kid, Josh. And, right. we, you know, we, we learn his entire backstory within, like, two minutes. We get the whole, yeah. he moved from another town, his dad is dead, he's got a newspaper clipping. Because there's always a newspaper clipping. Whenever, you know, a, someone, a kid's parent dies too young, there's a newspaper clipping. <laughs> you got to have that backstory. Man. You got to have, have a news, yeah. And and so he goes to school, and um, he's an outcast. He feels like he's an outcast. He can't make right. friends. And so then he finds this church, and behind the church is a rundown basketball court, Um, which, A, I didn't know churches had full-size basketball courts. I mean – I'm I've I've been to churches before. I, I had to go to Catholic school for four years, and I don't recall a full size basketball court behind the church. Oh. Yeah, we, uh, I went to a Catholic school too, and we only had like we had three hoops, but they were all like in a row, and like we had half a block count, so we wouldn't have a full the full gambit here. So, so I don't know. Yeah, so this this church apparently, well, I think maybe that's why the church was closed because it spent all of its money on the basketball court. And that then, and it's right by the sea. Right, must have been atrocious, oh, or maybe some kids got in accidents. I don't, I don't know, man. Good point. Know. Maybe the ball kept flying into the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to do they a pass. Like, oh, no. <laughs> they kept doing passes, and it's like, oh, I missed it. It's in the ocean again. God damn it! <laughs> damn this basketball court next to the ocean. Who does that? So, but then they make like this weird mystery that. You know, of what's in the bushes. There's this thing in the bushes. And the kid doesn't know what it is. It's like, we know it's a dog. Just, can we just get that? Can we just get this movie growing? This is why I don't like kids' movies. And I don't know how you feel about kids' movies. But you're exactly right. It's unnecessary drama to help prolong stuff because kids can't think. It's like, ooh, what's in the bushes? What could it be? It's the dog from earlier. Yeah. (laughs) It's, well, first off, kids should be there to see the dog. So right. why they hide the dog is a mystery. It's the dog. It's called Airbud. We're here for the dog. <laughs> we That's want we want the dog, right? Yeah. So then eventually the dog does show up, and the dog, of course, takes a little minute. Takes a minute to, you know, be friendly to Josh because he had yeah. an abusive owner. Um. Now here's something that I didn't catch. Now now I'm kind of jumping ahead a little, but I didn't catch this. So there's this part later in the movie where the, Josh eventually takes. The dog he names Buddy to his house, and um, he starts hiding the dog until the dog then goes wild in the house and starts knocking all this paint all over the place. Yeah, uh, in another very chaotic anti gravity scene because this dog is just literally bouncing around this room. Um, he kept stealing the newspaper f- from the mom, and I never, I did yeah. not. I did not know why that kept happening. Like, it confused the hell out of me. I was like, why they keep showing this dog stealing his newspaper? It was so weird. And then it dawned on me, and it wasn't until the end of the movie. We'll get to the scene at the end of the movie. But at the end of the movie, the the clown guy has a newspaper. And then I'm like, oh! It's a traumatic thing because he affiliates the newspaper with getting a beating. And he doesn't. Okay, I wish they would have. I know it's a dumb kids dog movie, but they you know, could have tried to that, explain that. That's that's pretty good. Now that I think about it, in hindsight, it could have been maybe one more step in there. But that's a good. Hey, you know, long term storytelling. A good yeah. job done. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll give the, I'll give them credit for that one thing. That one thing only. So. Yeah, but see, I wonder if kids would have got it. I don't know if kids no. would have understood no that. No, no, no way. Um. Okay, so all right, how many? So I gotta ask you, Henry, how many times have you seen this movie? Just, just, just um, a two times or a few oh times? Goodness. Or I don't even know how much time I saw it as a kid. It wasn't a lot. I know that much for a fact. I was definitely more of a baseball movie person. Oh, um, okay. Because like I was really into baseball as a kid, and it kind of morphed into basketball over time. Gotcha. Um, I, I don't know why I like this movie so much. I didn't really. I, I guess I shouldn't say about that. <laughs> I didn't even like it. I guess I saw it once. I thought, oh, this is something. And just never really <laughs> thought about it again. And now I know why. Because there's so many like cracks in here. Mm. Although, although, and I want to come back to this. That newspaper clipping that you were talking about. Yeah. That actually has some really funny bits in there. Okay. Because if you like pause, if you pause the uh, movie at that time frame and you actually read what it's saying, uh-huh. there's some wacky business in there. Oh, Let really? Let me read this to you here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Okay. New Mexico. Another tragedy struck today when test pilot Captain Andrew Fram crashes experimental XWNG jet, so already X-Wing. Captain Fram is best known for being the only man to break the sound barrier with a banana and a long sports sock. That is what? A real that is a real sentence. That what? It keeps, go- it keeps going. Fram was the youngest of 18 in the now famous Flying Fram family. His father, Luther Fram, was the darling pilot who during the Second World War flew in ham and Bibles to Muslim prisoners in Berlin. Oh. Luther then went on to start the first daredevil acrobatic team with stunts <clears> like <throat> repeller walking, ignite the fram, and wing squash. It's just like... <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I, that, I, that's I, something for the people who really want to dissect. I, I feel like... <laughs> I'm surprised that they even tried to put real sentences because I did not even think to pause to read these newspaper clippings. I didn't either, but I was I figured, hey, what else does Reddit have to say about Airbus? And then that popped up <laughs> on the details. And I was like, holy crap, this is a whole new level. Yeah, like I knew the dad was a pilot. They mentioned the dad was a pilot. But like for Ooh. some reason, I assumed it was like an airline pilot. I never yeah. thought in a million years it was like a like a military style pilot. No, I figured it'd be military because like why else is the kid dad dead? It's like you know military things happen. True. Here's true. another good sentence here. Um, Fram joined the special test or die air corps, where he soon became the first cross dressing squadron leader in the world. Father of two. What? Fram will be sorrowfully. Mis- That's a real sentence in there. I'm not kidding you. Wait. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm reading it right now. It, uh, <laughs> see, see now, now we know why it's not Disney Plus. Disney wanted just to pick this away. You can't have this in them on the surface. The dad was a crossdresser. Again, it's like it's those little things that like no one bothers reading. They just see cat crash claims life of test pilot, and you never think to read it because it's so annoying. Like I guarantee you, it's just a joke by the you know prop guys. Hey, what oh, if we put this in the distance? See how far God. they could go. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if that's gonna be if I if I'm ever desperate enough to have to watch the sequels to Airbud, I have to hope that's canon and this like shows up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that kid, his dad was a cross-dressing pilot. <laughs> like, like one of the one of the dad's friends comes in. He's dressed up as a woman. He's like, your dad was one of the bravest pilots I ever knew. Yes, I'm sorry, yes. I had to go. He broke so many barriers, like literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively. He broke so many barriers. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! And I did oh, not even good. think to pause the headline. I did not even think so. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for sacrificing your sanity for knowing that. I don't know if I'm at a better place for knowing that. You are. It makes this movie much better. It really does. Let's talk about this basketball team that Josh inevitably ends up trying out for. Yeah. So so there's this kind of weird thing in the movie where he seems to like basketball. And mm-hmm. he almost signs up for the basketball team, um, right. but then he doesn't. And then uh, he tries to play the trombone, um, and and sucks at it. Which you know, same. I suck at the trombone too, so I feel you, kid. Um, yeah. But then he ends up going to a basketball tryout and is not brave enough uh to you know actually try out which then he leads to the sidelines 
I just feel sad for him. Yeah. But then this leads to the weirdest bullying I've ever seen in a movie. In that the he comes in, when Josh comes in, he's got this like um maybe you could tell me the name of it, but it's it's a red and white basketball that is like, you know, it's like the Harlem Gro- Harlem Gro- yeah, Globetrotters exactly did use. But then they were like, huh, look at this basketball. It's like from the Harlem Globetrotter. And like, how is that a dig at him? Like, I don't understand. It's just stupid bullet. Oh, it's kid with his basketball. Look at him. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any it's sense. Orange, huh? Like, that doesn't make any sense. What the hell kind of bullying is that? And so then there's a, and I, you know what? I did not write this kid's name down. The main kid that kept calling him Waterboy. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, I mean, the, the, you mean the uh, star kid, right? The main, yeah, the 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 main bully. Yeah, um, Larry Willingham. Larry Willingham. Okay, so he starts bullying him, um, and like a bunch of other kids kind of do, until like randomly, like thirty five minutes into the movie, this other kid named I think Tim, I think his name is Tim, or Tom, one of the two, uh, starts kind of being nice to him. And he gives him this orange peel that he said, yeah, uh, Mike, from Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So to everyone out there listening, this is 1997. The bulls was hot in 1997. Yeah. Like you have no idea. Yeah. I think this was like championship number five, I believe. Now like I'm, I'm going to, okay. So Henry, I'm going to surprise the hell out of you here. You ready? Okay. I lived in Chicago during the 90s, and when you lived in Chicago during the 90s, you had to watch the Chicago Bulls. It was like a mandatory law. Every household had to have it on. So I did, in fact, watch the Bulls in in the 90s, okay? I'm not into sports. I'm not into basketball. But, God damn it, I would watch every Bulls game because – I was right. I was caught up in the fever. I was I was it was the only sport that I watched. It was the only team that I watched, and I was happy as hell when every time they won, I was very happy. So right. I, I I I am very much aware of the '90s, the late '90s Bulls. I know like Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and the whole Dennis Rodman. The whole Dennis Rodman thing happening in Chicago is hilarious. Because I don't know what it was like on the outside of, outside of Chicago, but inside of Chicago, it was a fucking mess. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. As someone who was too young for that era, who didn't even understand what the heck a basketball was, let alone know it even existed, uh-huh. watching The Last Dance really kind of yes. um, flew me in to how things were in Chicago. <laughs> yes, who yes. Who boy, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, man. Dennis Rodman. Real enigma. No one can understand him. Because I, I remember when he joined the team, and I remember he was on the news all the time for doing all of his various stunts. He got, he would get drunk. He gets caught speeding. He dye his hair. He he got in so much trouble for dyeing his hair. People in Chicago were like, "Why are you dyeing your hair like that? Like it's gonna affect his playing." Um, yeah, it was a it was a thing. It was this whole whole thing in in Chicago. Oh yeah, you're the good stuff. The Carmen Electra business. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, in, yeah. He was in WCW. He just missed practice to go to wrestling shows. <laughs> he, like, in yeah. the main event of wrestling shows. Like, yep, yep, yep. Crazy, yep. man. Crazy. Dude, I, yeah, I wish you could have been there, like, old enough to have been. acknowledged. You would have – your life would have been changed forever. So. so. this so this other kid, Tim, keeps referencing all the Chicago's Bulls. He says he's got this orange peel from Scottie Pippen. This chewed gum from Dennis Rodman. He had something yeah. else. He had something else from like I want to say it was John Stockton or was I it Michael it was Jordan? Gary Payton. I don't think it was Jordan. I, think, I, I remember Gary Payton somewhere in there because like okay. Seattle. But I could be is, wrong about it that. It is possible. Yeah, it is very possible. And, and why this kid is carrying literal garbage around? <laughs> I don't know. And it, and and I don't know how he's getting it because again he's in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, at the time they had an NBA team. They don't now, but they used to. So. so whenever the Bulls came to play Seattle, this kid would go to the room. To he, the he just scavenges the benches. Like, I'll take it. Yeah. I guess that was his kid's backstory. No, but oh, was it man. was it not jarring to you that this kid was just suddenly nice to Josh? Because it, it just weird. it came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't, I, I don't remember him being a certain like bully to Josh. I thought it was just like, oh, there, here, here's the weird kid bonding with the other weird kid on the team. It kind of makes sense. They're friends now. Yeah, that's how these movies work. You're not supposed to think about it. 
But it came out of nowhere is what I'm saying. It really did, yeah. Because a good place for that would have been at the start when he moved into the town and got to the school. Or even but, like it during tryouts. Like, oh, I got this good luck peel. You'll, you'll be yeah. good, man. <laughs> right. Okay, so then let's talk about the 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 janitor. Um, oh, before that, before that. Oh, yes. Let's talk about how the kid gets essentially bullied into being manager. He just sits on the sideline. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the coach is like, I need a manager, kid. You like basketball? I guess I do. Good. You want to start there? I guess I could. <laughs> it's a really tough job. No one else can do it. Uh, sure. Good. You're on. Be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay. yes, it's a most important job. You're you're the first one here and the last one to leave. No and one then... else can fill these water bottles. <laughs> <No> <laughs> Who else is going to wash these towels? I need yeah. We got to pump these basketballs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ends up so he he does not try out for the team, and he's just kind of lingering around. And he's about to leave, and this coach, the coach stops him, and he's like, "I'm gonna make you the manager of the team." And so he's the and it's like the quote unquote manager of the team. He's just doing all the literal dirty laundry. Well, that's the manager's job. He's got to do the dirty laundry. Um. So then he notices this uh, janitor that's kind of around. Um, and he discovers that he used to play for the Knicks. Right. And Which, okay. Was yes. that like in any way, shape or form hinted at before that reveal happened? Nope. Cause like one, nope. like, like it's one scene. It's like, he's talking to the guy next minute. He's pulling around his father's basketball card. Next mm-hmm. minute. Will you sign this? Pulls it up through a literal, like great in the ceiling to have him sign it. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, he, well, he so Josh figures out, well, he notices that he's got all this, like, Nick's memorabilia inside the dude's, like, office, and he discovers that he used to play basketball, and he then he goes home, and he has all these uh, basketball cards. cards. Yeah. yeah, and he finds this guy's basketball card, like, trading card. Right, right. And that's when he's like, oh, my God, wow. And, um... And tries to get the guy to sign it, and the guy's like, no, nah, he's dead. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> Which is such a weird thing to say to a kid, right? Like, <laughs> like uh, you know. Yeah, he just didn't want, he didn't want that lifestyle anymore, man. It, it I guess. Him, I guess. He, just, he, just, he just wants to stay away from the basketball lifestyle, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now you're all listening to this. You're like, where does this dog fit into all of this? How is it, when does this dog play basketball? Well, let me tell you, that is what I shouted at my screen about 45 minutes in, me- Henry, I even messaged you. you and did. I was like, you did. You when, did. when the fuck does this dog play basketball? He doesn't. <laughs> okay, no, you know, that's a spoiler. Well, wait, wait, wait. But like, for the first 30 minutes of the movie, it's, oh, Josh is down on his luck. He's trying to, you know, be a part of this team and whatnot. But, like, nothing happens. And it's like, oh, goodness. Yeah, it's, it's, There's it's no just. There's no basketball playing dog. Like there's there's like hints of it a little bit here and there when they're at the the court next to the church, when he throws the ball at the dog at Buddy, and he just bumps it, and then he's like, oh wow, that's so neat, Buddy. That's such a good job, and and then he's like, we're gonna. Well, then I like what's funny is he's like, we're gonna keep this a secret, okay? Yeah. Then the next literal next scene, um, he uh. Okay, wait. I, 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 okay, everyone. I, I watched this movie literally like five hours ago, and I'm already forgetting shit about it. I can't remember the order right now, but I think what happens is Josh ends up on the team. Oh, that's right, because uh, a couple of kids uh, uh, had to leave the team or something, so they had to have another tryout session, and the janitor guy put the tryout letter in Josh's locker. And so right. Josh then goes to the tryouts, and the the coach is like, "Why are you here?" And he said, "I got this invitation." And so he ends up trying out, and he actually is a decent player. And so then he gets onto the team. Okay, so he makes yeah. it to the team. They go to a game uh, that they're playing a game. Uh, Buddy is at home and he's worried about Josh because Josh isn't home, and he's like, "What's going right. on?" So he through movie magic just knows where Josh's school is. And he goes to dog. He just knows. He just knows where the school is. He goes to the school and 
he of course because he's he's so inclined to mess with the basketball and he sees Josh with the basketball that he interrupts the game and then he starts then more wacky hijinks ensue with weird gravity people people flying all over the court and sliding across I mean, very technical here. The table full of people that watch yeah, the game. The dog comes in, chaos is rude. It's ridiculous. And so I, then, I, I don't get it. But then the dog makes a basket, and then everyone's like, "Oh!" And so then the principal, this lady, who by the way I didn't know until I had to read the IMDb trivia, this lady was even the principal. <laughs> I don't know but if you caught cool. it. I didn't know if you caught it or not, but I just didn't know who she was. I thought she was a teacher or a counselor or something. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why is she, like, oh, making all oh, these decisions? Weird. I did not know she was a principal. That is very weird. Like, it, it felt like it wasn't very clear. Um, it was not, no. I we're a team mom, maybe. Who knows? But we're going to – I want to talk about the scene coming up here because it's a very strange scene. But the, the principal sees this and is like, oh, my God, that is so delightful. We should make uh, we should make Buddy the mascot, uh, have him do halftime shows, blah, 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 and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so then they kind of rope the dog into this halftime show. Okay. Right. Now, we go back to the coach. Now, please, Henry, tell me this scene blew your fucking mind because this was okay. this was crazy. They, they go to the coach after the game, and he's throwing basketballs at Tim or whatever that kid's name was. And he kept saying, you're never going to drop a basketball again, are you, Tim? You're never going to drop a basketball again, are you? And the kid's like, no, no, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, in hindsight, here are some comments on that. One, the absolute audacity of that coach to not only A, do that, to B, do that at, right after a game, and C, to do that in a public place like the gym. <laughs> it's just a, a, a balls of brass, or whatever. Comment I... number two. It's yes. kind of funny to see, the, see that now because, oh, the coach was a massive dick and essentially strong-arming you know, Josh into being the team manager. Yes. So kind of like, oh, he was a bully all along. Another they, example they of made... multi-layered storytelling. I, I can't believe it. They Why just... am I giving everybody credit for two things now instead <laughs> of the one? It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Dude, so you know how <laughs> – okay, here's my theory on this, Henry, on that. Here's it, my theory. It. You know how some – like Hollywood, like they'll – like there's like a script writer and then they'll send a script to like a like a, like a script doctor to like yeah. punch it up and make it better? So I think, I think they did that, but they only took like two things away from that. Just those two things. <laughs> Just those two things. Yeah, they, yeah this, 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 the script doctor only put in those two – things about about those about you know air bud and then that was it <laughs> my, my, my thinking is this is actually a really like kind of interesting like drama about coaches and whatnot put a dog in there make him play basketball profit this was this was supposed to be the 90s reboot of hoosiers but then they just threw a dog <laughs> into it <laughs> The gym is run down. The team is ragtag. There's some history in there with how they got throw the dog in it. (laughs) Make it a golden. They'll love it. It's the '90s version of Hoosiers, but with a dog. You can feel the residual cocaine coming off of that script. Yep. Okay, so then. This coach ends up being a major asshole, and the right, principal right. Fi- apparently fires him. Yeah. Because then she's like, we're looking for a replacement. And so Josh is like, hey, I got a wacky idea. And they make the janitor guy the print, uh, the, the coach of the team. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, I guess. And then we still have the kid, Larry, Who's still being like a, a douche, and and I feel like at this point now he's the only one being a douche to Josh. Like everyone oh, else, yeah. Yeah. everyone else is like accepted Josh into the team, right. and like have you know been nice to him. But this kid, this fucking kid, is still being a royal dickhead. Oh, it was it was his team. It was the the uh, Larry Willingham Timberwolves, and now and now it's Airbud's team. So that, that's yes. how that's why the hatred came. 
Yeah. So, okay. So now it's at this point where, like, the movie kind of focuses on the whole dog playing basketball, sort of. But it's during, like, uh, it's during halftime. And it, it's kind of like, it, in a way, it's like uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, where he, where Steve oh, Rogers yeah, signs character. up, where <laughs> Steve Rogers signs up for the army. He gets all buff and filled with the super soldier serum. But then they only use him for USO shows. Right. <laughs> That's basically the same thing that happens here. He's a mascot, like, yeah. <laughs> he got this Except dog. It makes sense because he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got this dog who can shoot baskets from his nose, yeah. but they're only going to use him during the halftime show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, now we, because it's a kids' movie, we gotta blow things out dramatically. We get a we get a revisit from the asshole clown from the beginning, and I Good thought we norm. were I thought we were done with this guy. I thought this guy was oh, yeah. done with. I mean, like I thought he was gonna lose the dog, and then he's out of the movie. But no, he comes back. He sees news footage of of Buddy, uh, realizes it's the dog he had, and then he goes finds you know like really quickly. My I'm I might oh, yeah. add <laughs> their house and is like. Hey, that's my dog. I'm getting him back. And the mom is like, well, you know, I, he technically was lost and we just found him. If this is the owner, we have to give him back. And so the donor, the, the, the asshole guy takes Buddy away. And then I love the fact, and actually, I, I kind of like this part. I, 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 it kind of cracked me up that the kid had to go rescue Buddy. And, you know, it, it was up to him <laughs> to, to do it. Yeah. And the dog was, like, chained in, like, a muddy field. And uh, the guy's on the phone, and he's, like, making all these sponsor deals. He's trying to put him in a beer commercial. Which... I don't want to do beer commercials. How much does a beer commercial pay, though? Like, uh, he, has, he has his high moral grounds. Like, oh, but it's, it's, it might pay nice, though. You never know. I do believe beer commercials do pay very well, actually. I mean. Oh, do they? I th- I would think so. I mean, every time you watch the Super Makes Bowl, sense. those are like the top commercials, right? That's true. Yeah. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> so. that, this year it was beer versus crypto, so you, you got to point. <laughs> when they re when they reboot Air Bud in 2025, he's gonna be selling crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Get your Air Bud NFTs now. It's all about the NFTs. Here's an NFT of the Air of Air Bud. <laughs> Airbud top shot, perfect. Yep, pull, yep. Pull out a rare moment of Airbud uh, ruining the kid's birthday party. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for the kid to talk about the blockchain. That's gonna be amazing dialogue. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. So then they rescue the dog. The guy sees this, and more wacky shenanigans ensue. And this guy's truck. Now I'm as I'm as much of a car guy as I am a sports guy. And even I don't think cars fall fall apart like this. <laughs> this oh no! Like, like literally, the dude opened his car door and he just broke off. <laughs> like how do you do that? Like everything was literally coming off. Like the transmission. I'm assuming that was a transmission. I don't know. Um, I can't even remember at this point. But, but there were definitely parts falling off as he was getting as he was chasing. And then the uh, steering wheel just simply comes off in his hands, and then <laughs> and then he crashes in the ocean. <laughs> And then I'm yeah. like, okay, so now that's the last time we see him. But no, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. So Josh, you know, does that whole thing where he's like, he's just he's just gonna come back for you. We can't we can't let that happen. So we're gonna he's gonna do the thing where he takes the dog into the forest and is like, go away. I hate you. You need to go live <laughs> with another family. Go away. <laughs> and then, oh, man. and then of course Henry. It's the big game. Yeah. It's always big a big game. game. Against, the, against the big rival, too, because if you recall, Larry ended up transferring because it wasn't his team anymore. That's and right. And his asshole dad couldn't yell at the players, and the coach would miss, I'd be forced to listen to him. Yes. So, so they, so they, <laughs> he took his kid, and they moved to Spokane just to put this kid. Classic, now, he, classic for <laughs> private school move. Classic. Now, I don't doubt that there are probably parents who have done that. Who have who've only solely moved to another town just so yeah. they could put their kid into the opposing team's you know team? I mean, I, I mean, Henry. Did, well, first of all, did you play any sports in high school? 
Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, I played soccer for all four years across two schools and then basketball for two years at the second school because the second school was a very podunk uh, high school in the middle of nowhere. So I was able okay. to uh, finesse my way onto the team just by existing. Gotcha. Um, I could never have done that at my other school because I was like a very, you know, snooty, private uh, Catholic school. I got there on my soccer ability, which was good, but I got you... basketball. Did you ever witness a uh, a kid and his father leaving the school to go move to another t- town and um, uh, try out that kid for the other for the opposing team because they were bitter? I have seen I have seen <clears throat> kids come to the private high school that I was at because it could mm. offer a be- offer better playing time, offer them a better opportunity. I have seen kids switch to other rival schools in the city because the private school was in like a bigger city. So uh-huh. I know one kid who was there freshman year. He wasn't sophomore year. Because he wanted better playing time for the football program. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. When I, I moved knew to it. the Podunk school, though, that was non-existent. Because why bother leaving a place where nobody is at anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knew that uh, happened. <laughs> no, it's so, real. It is absolutely real. The parenting business is also real. Uh, the principal mm-hmm. bullying team moms to do stuff for the for the good of the team also happened. <laughs> so it, it's all true. It's, it's true, all of it. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, okay, we're at the big game, and of course, you know, our team is losing. Um, And who comes in at the clutch? It's Buddy! Oh my god, Buddy just comes out of nowhere! Let's talk about how we got here. Yes. This undisciplined team had to go through at least, like, two injuries, two foul outs. They were down to four players. Mm -hmm. And also, bear in mind, they could have played still with four players. Mm-hmm. Uh, would they have had a good chance of winning? Probably not, but they, they definitely still could have gone with four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also kind of surprising how – actually, it's not surprising how they got that far because Mr. Magic Janitor here, Arthur Chaney, the uh, you know former oh, yes. player janitor, yep. had this team practice with no basketball. They're just playing imaginary basketball, passing the ball around. And it, it worked – I, I will say it, it would that kind of situation does work if you're like learning like one new kind of offense where you're like trying to make sure the players move all the time. But like mm-hmm. the first practice going with no ball, just straight up, you know, into a new, new like playing style, little bit, a little bit risky. I'll give him that. A little bit risky. So. Yeah, I actually, I, you know what? I was gonna ask you about this guy's coaching, uh, coaching about the whole playing with uh, an invisible ball. Yeah. Um, like if that was a uh, that was a decent uh, coaching yeah. move, if that would have worked. I will tell you this: Have you ever seen Semi Pro? I have not actually. It is a really funny movie with Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. um, Woody Harrelson, and Andre 3000. Believe it or not, okay. basically it's Will Ferrell. He owns and plays and coaches an ABA team. <laughs> which, if you don't know what the ABA is, it was the so back in the 70s there were two main basketball leagues. There was the NBA with you know, Celtics, Lakers, all the big teams, right. and then there was an ABA, an American Basketball Association. And it got a pretty decent following, um, but the NBA eventually – the NBA was about to fold. The NBA bought them out, and they brought over a couple teams like the 76ers, the Nets, and so on. Okay. Um, this team that Will Ferrell was on was a really trashy kind of team. Like, they were <laughs> always dead last. It was all about Will Ferrell's character. And Woody Harrelson was brought in as a former NBA point guard who won, with the, who won championships with the Boston Celtics. Okay. And eventually, the guys in the team say, hey, listen, Will Ferrell, you have to let this guy coach because he knows what he's doing. He's like, okay, fine. But I can still own the team and run promotions. He's like, of course, of course. <laughs> so the so Harrelson comes in, and he has the team run this new offense without a basketball. He calls this play the puke, which he says, well, quote, you're going to run this play so often, you're going to run it till we puke, so you always know it. And it's a simple mm. motion offense of you know players moving around, trying to get open. It's sort of like a if all else goes badly, default to this play which makes sense in my mind okay um doing that right out of the gate with a bunch of little kids <laughs> little, little ballsy I'll, I'll give them that little yeah ballsy. okay okay I, I i would not have expected it myself i figured maybe they'll do some more fundamental based stuff you know definitely not throw uh basketballs at kids after a tough loss that that's something yeah. i a guy doing but yeah. Hey, you know, if it works, it works. Got to know where they are. Um, <laughs> so, okay, I probably don't need to go over the endings. I mean, it's it's a stupid kids movie. You know that they bring in Buddy, um, 
they realize they kind of need him because they're low on players. They, key, they literally kept, need him. They need the one extra player. Because they, they, kept, they kept falling out or getting injured. Yeah, Those were like right. the two main things, right? Yeah, literally it was the key getting – I was like, oh, man. It was the same kid that kept falling out earlier. Oh, that's, that's a, I guess that's another piece of long-term storytelling. Guy who, kept, who keeps falling out didn't learn to fail out. <laughs> that's three things. Damn it. Oh, my God. Three Maybe this things. was – Maybe this no. wasn't actually a good script. Holy no, shit. No, it, it still is not. Did this win an Oscar for screen? This. Did this win an Oscar for screenplay writing? I guess um, I can't yell about that because even whenever it's Air Bud's time to shine, he doesn't play basketball. Okay, wait. I want to I, I, I get to that, but I want to get sure. to the line. This is the line. Yeah. This is the one famous line that everyone yeah. knows about the movie, yeah. and I don't know if anyone knows the context, so we're going to explain the context. This is it. So, again, so it's like the – uh, last like was like five minutes of the game or something. Yeah. They're down like five six points. I forget. Um, and then Buddy shows up out of nowhere, and then they are like the the coach is like, I got a wacky idea. So they put they put Buddy into his mascot uniform, uh, with the little shoes and the the jersey and everything. The shoes, <laughs> the shoes. Yeah, the little the, the, the little doggy shoes. Yeah, that that was cute. I gotta admit that was cute. That was pretty cute. That was, that was cute. They go to um, uh, to the officials and are like, "Hey, we're we're gonna check Buddy in to be a team member." And of course, the opposing coach is like, "What are you doing? You can't put a dog in the thing." And the and the 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 coach, uh, uh, coach Arthur Arthur, he's like, "Like if you look at the rules, it doesn't say anything about a dog not able to play basketball." And then you see the referee like, "No, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog <laughs> cannot play basketball." <laughs> oh, and man, that boy. one line. Get stretched to twenty movies because then iconic. Then it becomes because like the next movie was football and then there was soccer. There might be baseball. I don't know. Okay, so I I have a photo of all the Airbud movies in order. You've got Airbud, Airbud Golden Receiver, Uh Airbud World Pup, Airbud. What's it say? I can't read it. Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch. Airbud Spikes Back. And then we also have Air Buddies. Yeah, there's volleyball. Yeah, we have wow. football, soccer, baseball, volleyball. Then there's the puppies. Oh my god, the puppies movies. There's so many of these damn Airbud puppies and, movies. And the puppies is just them doing jobs, right? Aren't they like yeah, going to got, space and got air buddies, uh, <laughs> snow buddies, space buddies, Santa buddies, yep. spooky buddies, treasure yeah. buddies, mm-hmm. super buddies. And then there's Santa oh. Paws. And there's Santa Paws too. Why is there a second Santa Paws? Because there was the first one, I guess. I don't know. And you know what we're forgetting oh, is in the buddies you. in the buddies movies. I don't know about the Bud movies, but the buddies movies. Oh yeah, they can talk. The dogs talk. Yeah, that's the gimmick. <laughs> that's the gimmick. I just, I, oh, oh, oh my god, Classic. I had, I would have never have guessed based on this goddamn movie. Twenty other movies would have followed suit. Like, uh, maybe three. Maybe I can see the main sports. Like, okay, we got to do football next. We got to do baseball next. And, like, where do you go from there? Like, the fact they even did volleyball is yeah. laughable to me. Like, really, volleyball? Like, see, that makes just, sense because he can still hit the ball with his, with his nose. He boots the ball. You, should, you should just have them be at the Olympics. Just have, like, Air Bud Air Olympics. Air Bud runs the 100-meter dash. <laughs> Air Bud high jump. <laughs> Why not? Air Bud in the decathlon. <laughs> So then, and then at this point, it's just your typical, you know, they win. Obviously, they win the game thanks to Air, to yeah. thanks to Buddy. He 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 makes the baskets and stuff, and they win the game. Some clutch free throws from Air Bud, by the way. Clutch. Now, Henry, he here's himself... go for it. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was about to say, like, he's shooting free throws with the help of the ref. He's passing the ball. It's like that's not how that works. Yeah, gotta, gotta oh. shoot himself. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, oh. even even I know that a little bit. Oh, okay, boy. now here's something I didn't expect, Henry. Go for it. A fucking court drama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Because <laughs> the the guy, the alcoholic clown guy, comes back. He shows up at the game. And... Literally at the end of the game, the, the team is basking in the glow of this victory, and the call's like, "I'm gonna sue you in court." And then not even a second later, they're in court. 
And usually when that line is said, it's like just a joke and they or don't like actually go page. to the court. Yeah, yeah. they don't go or to court. Like, We're going to see you in court next time. It's like, oh, okay. We'll get this later. But nope, smash cut to court. <laughs> we go to court. And the weirdest fucking judge in the face of the planet who oh, didn't God. know what was going on. And <laughs> and and then a, a weird tick that Buddy had was every time the gavel bangs, he's got to bark. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Um, and then it becomes like, um, I've actually seen this. You know what? I've actually seen this in Judge Judy. Judge Judy did this trick. So they're arguing about who uh, should own the dog. And yeah. they're like, you know, you know, Josh and his mom are like, well, we, you know, we, we, we suspect that he's abusing Buddy and he doesn't want to go back with him. And the guy's like, no, he's my dog. I got his papers and, and I raised him from a pup and I don't abuse him and blah, blah, blah. Even though he's yelling like a maniac and he keeps. The best part was he pulls out the papers. They're in a plastic bag, but they're all wet because they threw he was in the car when, the paper <laughs> when he went into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so then the judge, then the, the judge. Oh no, it wasn't even the judge. It was the coach, uh, Coach Arthur. He shows up and he's really? like, "It was," because he walks in and he's like, "Your Honor, I have an idea. Let, let's wacky let idea. let's let's let Buddy decide who who should you know you know be his owner and yeah. you know whoever he goes to." That should be his owner. That actually happened on a Judge Judy episode. I am not uh, yeah. shitting you. No, I, I feel like I've seen that before in some way, shape, or form. It I was, it was, um, it was, it was a couple, and I think they were like just dating or something, and they bought a dog together, and then they were. Uh, no, you know what it was? I'm sorry. It's It was the guy's dog. It was the guy's dog initially. He got into a relationship with this woman. Then they broke up some years later, and she was trying to keep the dog. And then Judge Judy is like, let the dog down. If the dog goes to the man, he gets to keep the dog. And so she reluctantly puts the dog down. The dog immediately runs over to the dude. And then she's like, case dismissed. Because <laughs> clearly <laughs> yeah. she did, the dog did not want to be with the lady. He wanted to be with the guy. So, right. yeah. so that exact scenario plays out. And they go, they're outside. They have buddies say, go to who you want to be your owner. And it looks like he's going to go to the alcoholic clown, but then he's just ripping up his newspaper, and he goes to Josh, of course. Uh, and then that's basically the the, the, the movie. I gotta give uh, the, I gotta give the movie credit for the tension they have in that scene, though. They're like he's talking <laughs> the paper, and they look at the paper, and he's yeah. banging the paper. It's like, oh my god, what's this paper? And then you realize, oh wait a minute, buddy got hit with the paper. That and was then he rips up the paper. It's like, oh, buddy, that was. That was when I realized that was why he was ripping up the yeah. or hiding the newspapers from the mom because of that. That was when it clicked on. I was like, oh, that's when it was. Okay. All right. So, all right. This was a different episode of this show than I normally do. I normally don't do this blow by blow. But this movie is so fucking stupid that I had to go over everything. <laughs> Oh, there's because... just the, the memes in this go for days. It's ridiculous. Because it warranted, like talking about each scene in this movie because it, it, it so was so much good it stuff was here. it was oh my god now now the second thing i should point out to our listeners is this is obviously a joke like we're covering this movie as a joke we're this is our april fool's episode i don't really think this is a good movie i don't really think this is a high caliber 90s movie um but you know what in a way, it kind of was important to the 90s because, as I said in my opening monologue, you know, whenever they made dog movies back then, they were all cheery and happy and, you know, and like colorful and bright. And there was so many dog movies and that's what was happening. And it's like nowadays, like you make dog movies now, they're fucking depressing. Have you seen Marley and Me? I yeah, There's a, you could go on and on for all this stuff. You're talking about dog. That's the that's sad as crap movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know what? Dark and grimy in the 2010s. The Dark Knight paved the way for dark and gritty dog movies. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, we're gonna get that dark and gritty Air Bud movie where he's talking about crypto and NFTs. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. I I I designed this episode as a joke to cover this movie as a joke, and. 
Henry, you were like the perfect person to talk about this movie with because I got a lot of insight about basketball stuff. I never would have known most of the stuff you just told me. So, um, but now I'm realizing this actually kind of was an important movie to the '90s because it was just another fun, colorful-looking dog movie, and it's a kids' movie. It's a fucking stupid kids' movie yeah. that really, you know. Me and you, we're both adults, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like um, to think I am at this point. In my life. Yeah, I, I think we're both adults. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty confident anyway on that. And yeah, it's yeah. not made for, it's not made for us, Henry. It's, no, it's not it's made not. for, it's, it's not, not made for. And I've never seen it. You said you saw it when you were a kid, and you liked yeah. it as a kid. But now you're like, this is the fucking stupidest movie I've ever seen. Right. But you know what? It's not for us. Yeah. This is this it's was the, not. It's for the kids who dream of a world where dogs can play basketball. Yes. Where dogs and humans can coexist in harmony and not have them get beaten with newspapers, apparently. <laughs> or get basketball or get basketballs thrown. At God. He did. He really like a, did. Like one of those machines. He just whipping them he just at him. Kept Lord. nailing that kid in the face with all these basketballs. I will say that I have never seen before. Um, yeah. so that's, that's something where the movie magic comes into play there. I've never experienced that. So, oh, okay. All right. Well, all right. Uh, do you have any like final and closing thoughts about air? Bud? <laughs> air listen, Bud. listen, 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 listen. You can't just call a movie air, Bud and not have the dog do anything more than just hit the ball with his nose. <gasps> I was really disappointed at that. He I didn't dunk. He didn't dunk. He didn't shoot. He didn't cross people over. All he did was just hit the ball with his nose and, like, take the ball out with his teeth. He got the, one jump ball. That was it. And the ball got all slobbery. The like, cover of the movie has him dunking. Yeah, and there's no – he doesn't leave the <laughs> ground. He just poops the ball with his snoots. He just pops the ball oh, with his nose. And that's man. fine. Don't get me wrong. But don't call the movie Air Bud. But and <laughs> there's, just... no, there's no dunking. There's like, no the, dog. The closest thing to Air Bud is the prince will be like, we have our own little Michael Jordan Air Bud. Oh, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. I will oh. admit, I have never seen an Air Bud sequel, so maybe maybe there's more here. Like, Air Bud volleyball I can get, because volleyball, you just hit the ball. That's true. It. Perfect for Air Bud. That, um, yeah. Uh, soccer, perfect, because you're kicking the ball as he's running. Um, baseball, a little bit convoluted, but hey, dogs can hold bats in their mouths. I can see everybody <laughs> start yawking, hitting dingers, hitting off tacos. I can see that happening. Hmm. Um, golden receiver, I, I, I can go receiver. I could see he can catch the ball with his mouth. He can get air, catch the oh, ball. Yeah, that's like true. Catch. It's perfect. Airbud was just a, uh, I don't know. That's true. This All didn't right. quite work, I guess. They, they, they saw the concept. And they're like, wait a minute. Let's take the family drama out of this. Let's take the court drama out of this. Let's focus on the sports the dog can do. And just go all in on that. And, and 20 Air Bud movies later, here we are talking about Air Bud. The one Air that started Bud. it all. Oh, man. Oh. Too good. Yeah. All right. All righty. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Henry, thank you so much for coming on the show and for talking about Air Bud with me. That was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun as well. I, I always like ripping on bad movies, and this was just another <laughs> creme de la creme here. I know you're talking about this movie not being good. I think that's the point of watching this movie as an adult is to bring some friends over, get a couple of drinks in you, just watch some weird movie and just have a good time skewering the absolute hell out of it. This is the perfect, perfect, perfect movie for that, especially in this time of year. I assume this is coming out, what, like later this month, late March? This will be, uh, this should, if everything goes well, uh, March 22nd. <clears throat> yeah, Mar- yeah p- peak March Madness here. Watch some, watch some good college basketball for a couple of days. Then watch this movie and realize, wow, basketball can do can be more than just, you know, building teamwork <laughs> and building that. You can save a dog from an abusive owner and watch a dog hit balls with his nose into a basket like a seal. I, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> do you believe in miracles? Oh, wait, that's the wrong sport. My, uh, my no, apologies. Hockey, my apologies. <laughs> Ooh, Air Bud a hockey. Hmm. I wonder how that would work. I mean, the the whole the scenes of him just invading the court that was hockey. They couldn't stand up. It was like an ice rink. On the gym <laughs> no one had you said no one had gravity. They all just died like video game characters. Yeah, they just kept jumping left and right, falling yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, Henry. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun, and I appreciate your time for uh, discussing this stupid movie. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm, anytime, man. This was fun revisiting it, especially with more mature eyes and seeing how, how fun Airbud really can be. That's The Bomb, yo. 90 hella rad movies from the 90s is hosted, written, and edited by me, Jason Soto. I can be found on Twitter at FamousComedian, or you can email me any questions, comments, or concerns to rabbitholepod at gmail.com, spelled R-B-B-T-H-O-L-E-P-O-D. This show is a Rabbit Hole Podcast production. You can find this episode and several other great podcasts over at rabbitholepodcasts.com. And you can follow Rabbit Hole Podcasts on Twitter at rabbitholepod, R-B-B-T-H-O-L-E-P-O-D. Until next time, I'm Jason Soto, and remember... Wear sunscreen. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.